0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, next Wednesday, the Wharton School will host a special live stream event on its Twitter account and its LinkedIn page. It is titled The Business of Sports Without Fans. It'll be hosted by Wharton professor Adi Weiner, who you know is also co-host of Wharton Moneyball here on Sirius XM 132. Two of his guests fairly well known in the sports world. One is ESPN basketball analyst and entrepreneur Jay Williams. The other is former MLB player and manager Bobby Valentine, who also now holds the role of athletics director at Sacred Heart University in Connecticut. And a pleasure to have Bobby joining us for a few minutes to talk about what they're going to be talking about. Bobby, thanks for your time. Hope you're doing well
1: i'm doing well thank you much lee and uh, good to be with you dan thank
0: you thank you so i guess let's start with with your current role before we dig into the uh to the the live stream event because obviously we're in a time now where leagues and 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 such are starting to uh, start back up again you being part of a a university obviously a unique perspective of what may lay ahead for sacred heart university in terms of athletics in the fall what uh, what have you discussed up until this point
1: we discussed everything and uh, we've decided very little. You know, when you're, when you're taking direction from the federal government, the NC2A, the NEC, which is the conference we play in, the state that we preside that we in, the university that, uh, that uh, we are part of, it's very hard to get a consensus opinion about, about what you can and might do. So we have many contingency plans. Uh, of coming back, whether or not our fall sports will be on campus before school begins, and staying in the dorms, whether or not there'll be uh, a practice with full teams, especially a football team, uh, or or just uh, part practices with part of the team. You know, we we've, we've done all of the uh, precautionary steps of of being clean and safe and ready to go. But um, we're still waiting for a few green lights, and it seems most of the lights are flashing yellow right now.
0: So what is your general opinion uh, of what fans are going to see uh, with you know with no fans in the stands? And, and obviously we've seen it to a degree a little bit. Uh, the soccer leagues are starting to get underway in Europe. Pro golf uh, is kicking back off. It did last week in Texas. Uh, you're starting to get a sense of what you know, kind of the, the atmosphere will or actually will not be in a lot of these venues.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't totally get it. Um, you know, I, I, I know that when you play golf, you play it in silence, but it's still a, a better game uh, when there's a crowd there. Uh, most other sports you play where there's um, uh, reaction, reactionary uh, uh, situations and uh, you 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 play to that you get inspired by it you get a, adrenaline from it at times and um, uh, it, it's an unknown world right now and and I'm not sure how it's going to play out.
0: It's interesting because uh, there were comments by uh, the tennis player Novak Djokovic about whether or not he would come play at the U.S. Open, and and he basically kind of gave the scenario you just laid out that it would be extremely hard, and and he may not even want to do it, is come to the U.S. Open in New York in a little while and play in that tournament without any fans being in the stands.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if, in fact, uh, technology is enough and there's many of these big screens around that uh you, you couldn't get the big screens to have the fans reacting um to, to things that were going on 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 the field where um you know maybe it would give some semblance of of a performance a live performance because that's what all athletes are they're they're on stage they they have one shot at reading the script and and uh, performing that live event and and they, they live to get, get the script right. So, um, you, you know, there's got to be something more than just run out on the field, the court, the pool, the, the course, whatever it is, and, and play the game. There, there's got to be a little additive, and, and hopefully the people from Morton School of Business, uh, where they, they have the think tanks that really uh, come up with good ideas, could come up with the right idea to uh, make it functional
0: you know it, it is interesting because one of the things that that has been tried at least on the tv side of it bobby is, is the fact that with some of the the soccer broadcasts on on fox and and now on nbc sn they're using crowd noise in the broadcast but they're not doing it in the stands and i'm wondering exactly. if <laughs> if even having that crowd that that canned crowd noise would benefit yeah. the athletes in the stadium itself
1: Yes, I'm sure it would, and I think that um, it it might allow the sport, whichever sport you're watching, uh, to uh, become more um, entertaining. You know there there might be ways of having that piped in uh, noise, if you will, crowd noise uh, uh, to to uh, be part of the entertainment value that we're all watching. And um, you know, be be lively or, or funny at times, or or um, against the visiting team, or for the home team in a certain way that creates an environment that is different, but is acceptably uh, acceptable and and appreciated. So uh, again, it's going to take some time to evolve, um, but I think it could evolve. I mean, it's the right time. To have this situation present itself, we have technology. We we have uh, people who are accustomed to uh, being part of a social event when you're not with the person, um, and I, I think that sport could just piggyback on the this situation that's been created and uh, come up with something new and 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 maybe even better. I think now some of the the franchises, and this must be reckoned with. Some of the franchises, I believe, are fearful of this happening. Yeah. That maybe there'll be a product that's better than the live event. And <laughs> yeah. if that happens, what happens to ticket sales and beer sales and popcorn sales? And and that's another story for, I guess, a day down the road. That with, with the working panel.
0: Well, and the other part to it is is we are starting to see maybe a little bit of crowd involvement. I know NASCAR is talking about having, you know, a percentage, you know, and it's a little bit like what we're seeing with restaurants. And I know you're in the in the restaurant industry and have been in the past uh, of opening restaurants, but only having 25 percent or 50 percent uh, occupancy. They're talking about doing that with sports. And I guess at least that's an option to get some fans in the stands.
1: Yeah, it, it is an option. But uh, again, um, you know, when when you're not united and not together uh, as a fandom, um, you know, then you can't be a fanatic and and, uh, you know, you don't want to be the uh, protruding nail because uh, you'll get banged down in, in the stands, if you, if you know what I mean. So uh, I'm not sure that that you know, 25% idea, 50% idea works in either the restaurant business. And I have a couple of them with, you know, the big screens and, and the hundreds of seats where when the events on the TV, that part of being in my restaurants is to feel like you're at the live event because yeah. you have that, that uh, social environment that, um, you know, is created. So, uh, and, and I think I, I laugh a little where NASCAR says, that they're going to have fans, and so that's going to be the leader. NASCAR is probably the only sporting event where the athlete can't hear the fans.
0: That's true, yes. It's a, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly right. We're joined by Bobby right. Valentine, former Major League player and, and manager, who's now the athletics director at Sacred Heart University uh, in Connecticut. So since you mentioned the businesses, and we're going to talk with – Karen Mills who's the former administrator of the Small Business Administration, what has this 3 months been like for you as a business owner of these locations and obviously having them shut down for a while?
1: Oh, horrifying. You know, I I also have like a 40,000 square foot uh, sports academy, you know, where teams go in and practice and play and yeah. you have indoor camps and and uh, the 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 new world um doesn't quite allow the camp environment and so we're trying to restructure and same with the, the restaurant business we're trying to do the reorg and and figure out how you know expenses could could uh, start matching up with a new uh, revenue stream that's obviously going to be less than um, it was in the past and and thus far um, the numbers don't don't seem to work and and hopefully something will happen where, um, you know, miraculously uh, rents are reduced or taxes are reduced or something's reduced on the, the expense side to um, coincide with the reduction of, um, of revenue.
0: I wanted to take the last couple of minutes and, and obviously talk about what's going on in, in baseball right now, because it is that time of the year where everybody would be either going to stadiums or, uh, or watching the games on TV. And obviously there is the, the ongoing dispute between the players and the owners. How have you viewed what has been going on the last, uh, last couple of weeks?
1: Well, again, uh, just as, uh, with the virus and, and, uh, you know, with the rioting, I'm I'm confused. Um, uh, we 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 are supposed to be a society that learns from our mistakes and learns from our successes. And uh, baseball uh, situation right now uh, has great models of the past that they can they can use to move forward. And and one of them that they're trying to use is the Marvin Miller to negotiations, and that was a time when we were breaking an entire system and creating free agency and, and doing a new world of baseball that was needed. And in, they're, they're using that kind of model to try to negotiate through this uh, impasse instead of the model that was used after 9-11, where the same questions were presented that is Is the safety of the players going to uh, override the sport itself coming back? And the players kind of step forward. Somehow, some way, enter into the stadiums with 40,000 people that were, at the time, absolute targets for the next... Asking for for uh, more pay without asking for insurance in case something happened, without any of that stuff going on, the union and the players got with the owners and said, for the for the well-being of the game of baseball, which will then help the healing process of the country. We have to go back and play and that model is being neglected right now and it it it's disheartening as far as i'm concerned because i think it's necessary for sport to resume in a very safe manner you know i had to be assured that there you know there were men in the uh, in the light towers with sniper guns that everyone coming into the stadium was going to be checked for the first time. If you remember that, oh. you know, that wasn't the standard operational procedure yep. of, of, uh, securing, uh, the, the premise, uh, we have to do the same thing now and take the safety precautions to protect the players. But there, there has to be that idea that, we're doing something that's bigger than just our paycheck on the owner's side and the player side. And regretfully, I haven't seen that. Uh,
0: I wanted to ask you, then, that being said, of, of a formula to be able to do this, uh, the, the idea that at least the NBA, it seems like, and into a version the NHL are, are talking about, uh, of basically bringing teams in and, and almost having kind of like a bubble uh, community, Uh, amongst the players uh, the NBA talking about it at at the Disney World complex the NHL talking about maybe in two cities and and then kind of going from there it it would potentially address the health issues to a degree but if you're a player and you didn't want to do that then you also have to I guess figure out the formula of you know is there any concern with your contract or being a part of uh, or not being a part of that scenario.
1: Yeah. It, again, confusion is um, is where we're at. I, you know, I just said that we should be able to figure it out because we're we're better than um, a society that can't figure things out. Um, but uh, I, I really don't have the full answer for
0: yeah. for
1: this the baseball to come back, and you know, I don't have the full answer for. Um, you know, soccer and, and football uh, and to come back at the university level. I'm trusting in those people who are making higher decisions that I could create the team that has teamwork to solve the problem. You know, to, to win anything, you need those two, two things involved. You need trust and you need teamwork. And and the biggest problem we're having here with labor negotiations in baseball and now in in basketball and uh, you know solving the problems of, of the virus and and also um, the, the demonstrations and, and marches and rioting in the street is that there's been a lack of trust in leadership and therefore there's no teamwork and. Uh, And, you know, that's just a losing formula, and uh, I don't really want to be part of it.
0: Bobby, thanks very much for your time. Look forward to hearing you uh, during the live stream event next Wednesday. Thank you, sir.
1: Hey, Dan, thank you. Take care.
0: Thank you. Bobby Valentine, uh, currently... Athletics Director at Sacred Heart University in Connecticut, former Major League Baseball player and manager, and as we mentioned, he will be part of the Wharton School live stream event next Wednesday, starting at 12 noon Eastern time. It'll be on the Wharton School Twitter account and on the Wharton School LinkedIn page. It is the business of sports without fans. It'll be hosted by Adi Weiner, professor at the Wharton School. Uh, he's uh, also a co-host here of Wharton Moneyball on Sirius XM 132. Bobby Valentine will be one of the guests. Jay Williams, former college basketball, pro basketball player, and currently an ESPN basketball analyst will be on that show as well. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.